Welcome to the With Ingram series of podcasts. I'm Philip Ingram, and today this is episode four. I'm speaking from the Emergency Services Show to Peter Jones, the CEO of the 19 Group, who've just bought the show. Warning, you might actually learn something. Um, Peter, um, thank you for coming to talk to me. Why did you buy the Emergency Services Show? Thank you for talking to me, Philip, and uh, my response would be, why wouldn't you buy it? <laughs> it's an, uh, look around, it's an absolutely amazing show. Um, I've actually personally followed this show for about 14 years. Um, it, and, and in my view, uh, when you look around, we're here in the middle of day two, it's incredibly busy. Uh, one of the busiest shows I've seen in a very long time, Philip. Um, and I often say that there's no such thing as a successful show. Um, it's the people behind it that are successful. Uh, one of the key reasons we bought this show um, is the owner drivers of the event, David Brown, David Holden, uh, with our incredible team from Red Hill and Surrey. Uh, have built this show up with uh, passion, dedication, enthusiasm, and they really care. And that comes across. And when you look at the exhibitors and the visitors around here, the content, the people that support this event, uh, it's a no wonder it's successful. So the people behind uh, the event that very much remain in place, driving and building the show for the future without backing and support, um, is one of the key reasons that we were interested. And we were very lucky, five weeks ago actually, five weeks before the show, uh, we confirmed the acquisition. So uh, five weeks, but you're already looking forward to 2020, and I'm looking at the um, board behind us, which has got the uh, draft floor plan, and there's a big bit at the top that says future policing. So you're already making a mark. What is there to look forward to in 2020, and, and how do you see the show developing? Yeah, um, well, uh, future policing is just one of the ideas for growing the event. Um, you know, look, this show's been around a very long time. Uh, for the people that know the event, if you walk around, we'll see lots of red and yellow and green. So fire and rescue, ambulance service, paramedics. Um, and there is law enforcement here, but we've felt for a long time, and also the show owners have recognised that law enforcement could be uh, better represented at the event. Um, the ethos of emergency services show is all about multi-agency collaboration, uh, and therefore we should be seeing more law enforcement. Uh, luckily for us, um, my mum always said to me, there's a bit of luck involved sometimes. Um, is after we confirmed the acquisition, uh, Boris uh, confirmed he'd spend another billion on policing and putting 20,000 officers back on the streets for the next three years. Well, you know, look, Philip, they've got to be equipped, they've got to be connected, IT, uh, you know, in a digital age, that's going to require equipment, solutions, training. And where do they go to find all of this? Because that's a hugely ambitious task from government here to deliver on their promise. And this is the kind of event where you'll find that. And that's why for next year, uh, we've launched Future Policing uh, here at ESS. I can see that fitting here. Um, but there's a lot coming into that in the policy side of things. Now, you own a number of events. You've been on the acquisition trail um, uh, since last year, um, having bought... Um, the, the new the security event that's again at the NEC um, and the associated fire event and facilities event and health and safety event but your core event was International Security Expo which is the one that's coming up next and that tends to focus on a on a higher level first of all why are you focused on security and emergency services and international disaster response and all the rest of it uh, and what is there that we should be looking forward to at International Security Expo? Yeah, um, look, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Philip. If, uh, if you cut me in half, I'm a bit of a security junkie. Uh, I love it. I've been organising security shows for 16 years. Um, so personally, I've also been on quite a different journey over the last year. Um, I've come from uh, you know, a very small organiser where I was the owner driver. Um, we got backed by Phoenix Investment Partners uh, nearly a year ago. 
there's a large investment there to grow the group. Um, and we're growing synergistically around the security sector. Uh, one, because it's a very good and robust sector uh, to grow events in. You know, it's a space where we see so much innovation, uh, but it's also something that, that, that is also very close to my heart. Um, International Security Expo that's now been running for many years at Olympia, uh, takes over the whole of the Grand Hall and National Hall of Olympia, it's a very big event. Um, a little bit different to what we see here, uh, so very much more government policy, counter-terrorism, you know, bringing world's uh, government leaders together into London. Um, it's one of those events, as uh, I explained, when we were uh, doing our annual reception at the Houses of Parliament with the Security Minister, where there's few jobs, Philip, uh, where you can come to work and, and earn a few quid to pay the mortgage and at the same time uh, know that you're doing your bit uh, to keep your friends and family safer. Um, and I'll give you an example of that, but a couple of years ago we introduced the Safer Cities um, event alongside International Security Expo, that was after the Barcelona attacks. Uh, you know, look, I've got a, then I had a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Uh, you know, I was also looking at those photographs past, uh, post the attacks on the Las Ramblas. Um, where we saw, you know, broken pushchairs, buggies, you know, what happened uh, in that event. It's horrifying, it's spine-chilling. Um, and we pulled together, um, you know, city mayors, heads of police and intelligence into London to sit around a table and debate what can we do collectively, uh, you know, across border, across agencies, to keep our friends and families safer, you know, at work and play. And that's actually just a really nice space to be in. So as the, uh, the group CEO of 19, uh, I would say that, you know, security, safety, and what we're here today, the Emergency Services Show, the incredible content. I've been listening to some of the speakers and the heartfelt stories, you know, of how they save lives. Um, and even post-event, you know, some of the traumatic experiences that people go through. Um, and I was listening to a presentation this morning, PTSD 999, um, how they help people uh, with their PTSD. And it's something that really does touch the hearts of so many. Um, as, as an organiser, it's lovely. I'm, you know, bottom line here, we're show organisers, but it's nice to know that you're doing something that brings together people that, for the greater good. It's nice to give something back. And that greater good there, you, you mentioned it's based on having um, a really good team behind you that's working on it. And that you're having talked to a number of the exhibitors that are around here and, and at the other events, they, they like the sort of the small family personal touch that, that they get. But 19 as an organisation uh, is, is growing. You've gone from 19 events, you've now the 19 group, you've moved headquarters. Um, where, where, where's that going? Can you, can you give the listeners an overview as to what the moves happened, what you're doing and, and how you're going to maintain that personal and family-like touch? Yeah, um, well, I'll just be really honest. Um, I'm quite a young CEO <laughs> for a business like this compared to some of my counterparts. Um, so I'm 44 uh, and I've come from uh, the last 16 years of running a fairly small business uh, where we've been owner driver. Uh, we're now on a growth target with uh, Phoenix Investment Partners behind us, but quite a tremendous uh, growth target. So far, we're a year in, we're doing incredibly well. So we're just ahead of the curve of expectations, uh, which is really, really nice. But I'll come back to my point of being a, a quite a young CEO. I'm also on a learning curve. Uh, so therefore, I tend to read books <laughs> of how to do it and then pretend I'm great. Um, but uh, I, was, <laughs> I was only reading in a book uh, a few months ago, I think it's Richard Branson who said this, uh, that any organisation is only a collection of people. Um, and what we have at 19, and one of the reasons we bought the Emergency, emergency Services Show, is a tremendous uh, collection of people involved uh, in the organisation. Um, we've got a group managing director, Alison Jackson, uh, who's brilliant. 
as my right hand um, in the business. Uh, Alison Jackson has uh, run Essential. Uh, she's been managing director at Essential, at EMAP. Um, incredibly capable individual. Um, and all of the people that we're bringing in, including the team behind emergency services, now part of the 19 group, um, are very passionate about what they do. And that passion really shines through because you know if you're passionate about what you do and you care, uh, it makes a difference to the small details in an event like this. And just take a walk around emergency services show today. Uh, not only is it huge, we're in the biggest hall of all five, but look at the detail, um, even down to the color coding of the carpet, it's pink. It's one of my favorite colors. Um, but even the Pantone of the carpet to perfectly match the logo, the effort put into the content, the theaters, um, you can tell the people behind this really, really care. Oh, the, the quality is evident, and I've heard the story about you wanting to get pink carpeting back somehow or other, and we're, we're actually sitting with our, with our feet on it at the moment, and um, surprisingly, it does look very good, and it complements all, the, all the, 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 the blue and white and red flashing lights that we have, and the ambulances and fire brigades and police cars, and um, so many simulated bodies and various other things. Some of it looks a bit gruesome, and plenty of drones and everything else. It's a, it's a fantastic event here. Um, International Security Expo, getting, getting back into that, we're, we're at a very difficult time internationally with Brexit coming in um, and with UK trying to position itself in different places, but you, in the internationalizing side of security, do you think you know, from, a, from a, an entrepreneur businessman's perspective, Brexit is going to have a huge impact? How important is it that we are in a position soon after the decision might be made for us to finally leave? the EU uh, were in a position to try and influence the market and the security market in particular? Oh wow, that's uh, quite a big question. Thank you, Philip. Um, <laughs> not that dissimilar to uh, 11 months ago, I was sat at the final presentations uh, for Phoenix Investment Partners and I was asked uh, by somebody who didn't look that dissimilar to you, uh, head of Brexit, the same question. He said, Peter, very impressive uh, vision for the next five years growth of uh, 19 Group. He said, how do you see uh, Brexit affecting your plans? And I have to be honest, and I'll say it again into your lovely microphone, no idea. <laughs> I've got no idea. Um, what I can say is, look, um, joking aside, because Brexit really isn't funny, yeah. um, but I really do have no idea. I'm not sure anyone else does. What I do know, um, coming back to the point of protecting our, our friends and family, that's never going to go away. Whether we're doing a day out, you know, it's a Christmas fair in Hyde Park, you know, whether we're traveling abroad at a hotel complex somewhere, um, the safety and security of people, our friends, our family, our work colleagues. You know, as a, a leader of this group here, we've got a responsibility for every, all the staff and exhibitors working in here today. Um, that's never going to go away. Um, we also know that whatever happens with the economy, you know, whether we're struggling here in the UK or as a result we're better off, whatever it is, uh, you know, uh, the terrorist network groups out there are never going to look at London and think, well, they're having a hard time with Brexit, let's leave them alone. That's not going to happen either. Um, and finally, um, one of the reasons with international security as well, you know, why we have such strong government backing behind the show. You know, look, number 10 used our show uh, last year to make a public announcement in front of the networks, uh, which is tremendous. It shows that level of support. Um, it's, 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 it's good for exports, for our UK prosperity agenda. We are uh, the leaders in the world at security. Um, not just from an agency and intelligence point of view, but from our technology horsepower too. We've got some of the most inspirational companies, not just the big uh, primes, but down to the SMEs. The innovation that comes out of the UK is world leading. 
Um, and I can tell you now, Brexit, no Brexit, half-fat Brexit, whatever it is, uh, you know, our exports are the most important part of our economy and that's never going to go away. Uh, so the 50 hosted country delegations that fly into International Security Expo on December the 3rd um, is never going to be more or less important. It's critical uh, to our economy and that's what helps make the show so great. Oh, I think the level of support that I've seen coming in from government, not just um, you know, the Cabinet Office, the Home Office, Department for International Trade, you know, what, what, what they're bringing in shows that um, they do value the, the, the way the show and the event is, is, is being put together. Um, but what's next? You know, the 19 group has been growing hard. Are you going to have a period of consolidation? Have you got your eyes on um, other, other bits and pieces around the place? Um, is there anything that you want to bring out publicly? Yeah. <laughs> um, so we've already had a period of consolidation. Uh, as I say, we're nearly a year into the first year um, of uh, our investment. Um, and we've already acquired Western Business Exhibitions, uh, which ran, uh, run the fantastic shows here at the NEC for security, facilities, health and safety, fire, um, you know, now the emergency services show. And we've already been consolidating. We moved into a wonderful new home in Wimbledon, which is our original home, 19 events, uh, SW19, SW19. <laughs> Wimbledon. Um, so we've got a lovely new office, you know, where we're centralising into a headquarters. Um, so we've already been uh, consolidating. I would quite safely say now the dust is settling. Um, where are we now? Five to two uh, in the afternoon on day two of the emergency services show. And the, and the buzz is fantastic. Still buzzing. It's yeah. still busy. I've still got my job. <laughs> um, so um, that was an important milestone for us to get past this event. Um, and one of the other things that we've introduced here at the emergency services show, which is new, um, is to rebooking of the show. Uh, that for us is really important. Uh, and luckily, the 450 exhibitors here, you know, I think, I hope, from what I've seen, have really embraced it. Um, you know, this is not just about a sales operation, how much selling can we do? Um, it's, you know, we're now over 80% of this show here is already signed and contracted for next year. We'll probably finish in the next couple of hours at about 100%. That means all the sales here, all the stand sales is done for next year. And what that means is we can now work with the owners, David Brown, David Holden, to really look at how we uh, develop the content, you know, the speakers, the format of the show going forward and not having to worry about sales. So we've talked about um, Emergency Services Show, we've talked about um, International Security Expo uh, and co-located with the International Disaster Response Expo, um, but uh, we've got then, looking into next year, the second iteration of the security event. Um, did the launch go as successfully as you hoped and where do you see the second year hitting target-wise? No. <laughs> it, it didn't go as successfully as uh, we, we, we meant it to go. It went wildly more successful. Um, I, I, I've never seen something like that. That absolutely you know, blew away ourselves, uh, the original team behind it, Tristan Norman, who was involved in the original launch of that with Tim House. Um, and they launched a show thinking it's probably going to take us three to five years to get something up and running. Um, and last year, I'll say last year, it was April, <laughs> the last show, um, it absolutely captured the hearts and minds of that sector. That's a different type of focus of security show. Uh, so that's more about the installers of security, uh, integrators, um, and also end users. But it's more about the installation integrator type market. Um, and there was uh, you know, a very big show that's been at the NEC for many decades uh, that was incredibly successful that moved some five or six years ago. 
um, and it really did leave a huge hole in the, in the, 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 the Midlands uh, for a need for a national installer show to come back. Um, that's what we did. Absolutely one of those hearts and minds of exhibitors and visitors. It was incredibly busy. That was another show that rebooked over 100%. And since last April, the team uh, and I have just been focusing now on how do we improve the, the quality and the visitor experience in that show. So that's looking to be, for next April, a very big event. So exciting times for 19. Peter, thank you very much indeed for giving um, us your insights um, and I wish you the best of luck for the future and it's exciting to be part of the event. Thank you very much, Philip. It's, it's our pleasure.